This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everyone, to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Woody. I am Sarah. And this is the one with the Q&A bit, the question and answer show where we read your AEW-related questions and try our best to answer each and every one of them. And try we shall, but before we try, I want to remind you to check out all of our content, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Yes. Also, please give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. And please, if you enjoy the show, give us a five-star review wherever you can. And don't forget to hit the notification bell on our Twitter page so you can be notified of all of our stuff. Uh, stuff. I'm a professional. Clearly. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Sarah. And we try. We try. We try and keep it on the rails. We try being the very operative word here because yes. 99.9% of the time, it doesn't stay on the track. No, you never know where our answers are going to go. No. Just just hold on. Just just hold on. You'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to A those cues? Yes. I think, yes. Let's okay. go. Let's go. I had to work out what you were actually saying to me then because it was all in abbreviations. <laughs> what are you telling me to do? Well, I'm not agreeing to anything, <laughs> sir, unless you tell me specifically what you mean. All right. I ain't signing nothing. Just sign right here, Sarah. It's fine. You can trust me. I'm American. Mm, yeah, that's that's got us people far before. <laughs> All right. So our first question, uh, and he has two. We're going to do one at the end of the show. But our first question is from Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Mm-hmm. He's asked, do you see AEW introducing a trios title in 2022, or we will we have to wait until 2023? I think we may end up waiting just because they've already brought the TBS one in. Hmm. Um, or if they do do it this year, it's going to be the end of the year. Yeah, I think the second part of your question, uh, your answer, not question. You didn't ask a question. You you answered the yeah. question. The second part That's of how this your, works. Yeah, the second part of your answer is where I'm going. I think it's going to be at the end of the year. I think if we look back at how they've done things with these new titles, and in in 2019, that was when the company started. Correct. That's like the first. Yeah. Think if I remember correctly, it's been feels like it's been 20 years, but it really hasn't been. It's like the but, longest time period in yeah. the world. They had the um, they introduced at the beginning of Dynamite. They they introduced the tag titles and, and crowned those on the show, correct? Or mm-hmm. had the tournament to crown yeah. those at the beginning of the Dynamite era. So we had the tournament to crown the tag titles then. In 2020, we had the tournament to crown the TNT champion. Mm-hmm. Right? 
2021, we had the tournament to crown the TBS champion, which was at the end of 2021 and, and bled into the beginning of 2022. So if you go by that pattern every year thus far, they've introduced a new title. So I think at the end of this year, we will be talking about or announced or the start of the trios title tournament. I may not be crowned into the beginning of 2023, but I do think at the end of this year, we will know for sure we're getting trios titles. So yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yep. 2023. That's scary. I know. Cause we just started 2022. Uh, Mm. (laughs) And then maybe in 2023, at the end of 2023, we'll, uh, we'll, they'll announce uh, the ladies tag titles. By then we'll have established uh, women's tag teams. And then after that, we can stop with titles altogether because yes. if we keep going, what we will have is a brand split. Uh, Dynamite, uh, will be, Dynamite will be three hours. We will, stop. Rampage will be two hours. We will have a pay-per-view every month. Stop putting this stuff we, into the universe. We, we'll have a draft. Um, it just uh, we'll be doing seventeen podcasts a week. Which no, like this podcast will cease to exist. Kind of impossible. Uh, there's no way we can do that. Yeah, no, we're not going to go that far. But I, yeah, I do think they're on their way. <laughs> All right, TK forget, won't do it to us. Forget everything I just said. All right, you got one for me? Or do you read them all? Oh off? yeah, shit me. Okay. Yep. <laughs> hey, I did that bit up. Um. <laughs> Oh dear how um okay one from Chris Chris Hey guys I think Aubrey is great but don't you, but do you think her reactions in the ring might come off as a little goofy um to people also the lights out match was great but the run in wasn't necessary at all thoughts thanks again for all you do You're welcome and thank you Chris appreciate yes. it Um I do somewhat agree on the uh, I'll put overreactions of of Aubrey. Um, I love Aubrey Edwards. Love Aubrey Edwards. Yeah. But you know, she does a little bit, especially when um and I like it to a degree, but like there's a there's a fine line, I think, when there's altercations with a wrestler, she gets in their face, you know, and she's really like backs them into a corner, that kind of thing. There's a fine line there where it's like eh, the ref is becoming too much of a character in a match instead of in the background and let the wrestlers have the forefront. I think she does a pretty good line of balance. And I think there's some times where I look at it and go, ah, I would probably back off a little bit, but it doesn't, it doesn't really annoy me enough to where I'm, I think it's too much necessarily. I just think there, there have been, there have been a couple of moments in, in the history of AEW where I, I would have backed off a little bit, but that doesn't mean it's a, a bad thing necessarily. I mean, they're all, um, there are always moments where I think somebody could have done something a little differently and have been a little better. Um, but I do think there's been a few moments. Um, Bryce Rimsberg, on the other hand, you know, I know the question wasn't about Bryce, but I like the way he does things in the ring. He, he He's very excited too, but it's, it's his excitement. So less about him getting in somebody's face or, or, you know, altering, not, not that Aubrey alters anything in the match, but, necessarily putting the focus on him but it's it's his reactions in the background i think a lot of times are Mm. what's so endearing about bryce i don't know how many times i've seen like a big move and bryce is just hopping in the air like a bunny 
Because it's just like, yeah. like you can just feel the impact of the move. And it just, I think that overreaction adds a little to it because it's just kind of in the background and it makes the impact of the move. It's like the ref was surprised by what just happened. Um, uh, but I, I do see what you're saying about Aubrey. Not that it doesn't bother me a ton, but I do think things could be toned down just a tad and it'd be, it'd be okay. Um, the run-ins with the lights out match. I agree. Uh, that they did feel a little unnecessary. We had, you know, everybody everybody coming out. And everything kind of got cut off. Like one person cut somebody else off and all that. You know, so everything got canceled out, the run-ins. But it did detract from the stuff that's going on in that match. And I'm okay with it happening. Like, in, like if you're having a feud and it happens earlier on in the feud, but once you get to that big payoff match, I would rather all the focus just be on those two guys in mm-hmm. the match. Um Unless you're leading to a big reveal, which is what I kept thinking with everybody running out. I said, okay, is is like, is like this where Johnny Gargano or somebody's going to come in and, yeah. and and even things out or something? You know, So if you're leading to a big reveal like that, yeah, I'm cool with it. But just for the sake of one canceling out the other, I, I thought it was kind of pointless. So mm. um, I agree. We could have done without all that. Just kept the focus on Orange Cassie and, um, and Adam Cole. Yeah. How about you? Um, I agree with the running thing. Mm-hmm. I love Aubrey doing what Aubrey's doing. The, yeah. only, the reason why I don't want it to stop, because yeah. like I was trying to explain to my friend when he came to watch, is in AEW, the commentators, you know, refs, everybody has the personality that can come out. Yeah. And I love that. And I love that with Aubrey because I think... I don't know what it is, but I just feel like I'm connected to it because I'd be like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So for me, like, I don't see it as goofy. And, like, the crowds behind her, if they were kind of, like, a bit silent, yeah, then I would 100% agree. But because they kind of fuel that, I, I don't, I really don't mind it. Like, I think she does it to, a, like, to the right amount is what I'm saying. Like, I don't think she does, you know, too much or too little. And I think for a woman being in that ring with, you know, like the likes of Jericho or, you know, yeah. like Wardlow or anything like that, standing up for herself is actually yes. kind of more mm. important than, like, you know, backing down. Yeah. So from that point of view, I sort of, you know, I yeah. prefer it how it is personally. That's a good point because you do, you. She's got to unfairly, you know. It seems like she, you have to. She has to stand her ground. Yeah, almost more than than a male rep does because yep. of that. You know, she shouldn't have to, but it is. I think it does uh, serve a point to to show, like, dude, you're not going to push me around. I don't care. Yeah, like, it's like every you know, time she was in the ring with Jericho, like she asserted herself forward. And I think that's really important, yeah. not just for like, you know, women in wrestling, but for like, you know, like yeah. girls and like women that are watching, like, you know, yeah. you, you can assert yourself. It's fine. And so. I will, I will say too, you know, I have heard Jericho mention several times that he, that she is his favorite ref. Yeah. And he he handpicks her like, Hey, I want, I want her ref in my matches. And mm-hmm. that's where that, where you've seen altercations between them. That's, that's yeah. something I know they they both enjoy. You yeah. know, so, so I'm okay with that side of it. It's 
Um, I do, I, I do think there's a balance, but I do, there is a reason you do. I agree with you. Yeah. There, there is a reason you do have to assert that to, to make that point. And, uh, and it is good. Like you said, the refs in AEW have such personality. I could only in the history of wrestling name you a handful of refs that I know, but just about everybody in AEW, I know their name. Yeah. Because they've either, they've been on BTE, have been characters on there and you know, them from there. Uh, or you, you, you know, you've seen backstage stuff with them. Or, they interact or, with like they, they do. It, yeah, um, it's it's a like ecosystem. AEW, everything functions with everything. Yeah, but yeah, I like that. I like I like the rest having personality. They're not just they're not just zebras out there, folks. Yes, they're people. Zebras are people. They're too. people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, next question. It's on me. Uh. This one is from Joker Toker six six six. Question for both of you: mm. What made you guys wrestling fans in the first place? Whether it was because of a certain wrestler or a certain match. Uh, love your podcast because you guys rarely talk about WWE. <laughs> Thank you, and that's true. I appreciate it. Uh, also, wondering how you two met since you're in different <laughs> countries. So This is the one I was playing to do in the beard story time, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Cool. So, so go ahead. What what got you into wrestling? Which I, I know. I know. Well, but, but we have done does. one of our mm. first ever episodes was basically this. Yeah. Like what got us into wrestling. But I mean, that's like. Way four thousand episodes back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I will, I will reiterate the whole situation. Mm-hmm. I basically became friends with a girl at high school when I was like twelve, thirteen. I went to her house and she had an older brother, mm-hmm. and he watched wrestling. So she watched wrestling, and started watching it because I was there. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing the Hardy Boys <laughs> and. That was it. Um, mm-hmm. The Hardy Boys hooked me in a big style. Um, and that's why I adore tag wrestling and why I love tag wrestling in AEW because it's actual tag team wrestling. Yes. Um, and I love, that's why I love all like the crazy people as well because of the Hardy Boys. <laughs> so what I got exposed to when I was 12, 13 kind of has defined my personality. Um, <laughs> so I, I, like, I like the people that, you know, like, could be considered like you know the outsiders and um, mm-hmm. the ones that do crazy stuff that makes you question reality. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so that that is literally where it started for me. And then, like I've said previously, like I fell off the radar with wrestling because I then couldn't watch it because I wasn't friends with her anymore. Then I fell back onto it and I started watching TNA, and then I fell back off that. Then I went back to WWE, which is where obviously I found now John Moxley <laughs> and kind of like was like oh yeah so this is what I'm doing now and then uh, yeah. fell off that after the whole Fiend Seth Rollins incident in the hell 2019 the yeah. yeah in 2019 and I've been AEW ever since yep so yeah pretty my, much it <laughs> my path's a little different than hers um he is older than me yes I am 10 years older than her I was I was born in 77 uh, so I, by the time I was old enough to really start enjoying the wrestling, which was 
pretty early. Yeah, I was, you know, six, seven years old, probably. Um, but it, it was honestly, it was Hulk Hogan back then in the in the early to mid '80s, even into the late '80s. Hogan was like larger than life. Everything about the WWF back then was just it was comic book characters come to life on TV. Yeah. And as a kid that watched it obviously i was watching wrestling for a much more shallow reason at that point it's just <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that i mean you know kids you're, you're drawn to what you yeah. know to those big characters those big guys the you know and that's that's what i saw andre the giant and roddy popper and, and macho man randy savage and king kong bundy coco beware these guys that were just and they were outlandish characters for me as a child outlandish they were just so colorful and everything and uh, while the stories were what they were, you know, it just it it's it, it was like a Saturday morning cartoon, but in reality, and it was it, it was, was real. Yes, it was real to me. Damn it! Um, <laughs> so I loved it. And that's what drew me in as a kid. Uh, as a teenager, in my high school years, it was WCW, the NWO. I didn't really watch as much of WWF then. I was more of a WCW, WCW guy in the nineties. Um, I loved the whole Sting story, the Crow stuff that he he did, which he kind of sort of is doing now, but it's, it's just in a, in a different way in AEW, and not so mysterious now as he was then. But <laughs> you know who he is. <laughs> but what defined me as a wrestling fan as I am now was how much I latched onto Chris Jericho in WCW. Uh, he was was always changing himself. And he, he, you could see that through his career in WWF, WWE too, and even in AEW, he was always Yeah, he is a master of like reincarnation stuff. Yes. Never got bland. It never, you know, we talk about him now like, okay, time to change up again. But he's always good at reinventing, yes. And, and it was his in-ring style too. He was so athletic and so innovative in the things he was doing. And he was much quicker then than he is now. Go watch some of his matches in WCW. It was amazing. Him and Lance Storm then, too. I loved him, too. But it was that style of wrestling that I latched onto and his character. And mm. I followed his career from that point forward. And probably it, it, it was in the mid-2000s, uh, years, a few years after WWF, WWE bought um, WCW and the competition was done from that point. And now TNA did come along and that was, that was a thing, but I never did watch TNA. Um, probably around 04, 05, I completely stopped watching wrestling other than the every three, four years, come back around and watch WrestleMania and then go, yep, I'm done with it. Um, <laughs> So it wasn't so after by oh four oh five I didn't actually start watching wrestling full time again until um, AEW came along and I saw who was involved with AEW Chris Jericho. <laughs> I said, "Man, this is meant to be." I was like, "This is where I'm supposed to start watching." And I watched uh, Double Order Double or Nothing, and I was freaking hooked. Uh, yeah, the way that show ended with John Moxley coming out. Um, uh, and I know that's who drew you in. Yeah. Uh, but it was that moment of Moxley when coming When your out. guy goes to, like, the company yeah. that's, like, fresh and star, yeah. you really take notice because if it's fresh and new and your guy that, you know, literally could do anything anywhere turns up, yeah, then it's got to mean something. And you just like, yeah, I'll follow. <laughs> yeah. It felt, it felt a little bit like Destiny, too. Because, you know, yeah. it's, it's like you said, Moxley showing up was a hook for you. Oh, as soon it. as like you, like I always was loving the show. Like yeah. I loved the whole thing, and then as soon as I saw him, I was like, 
Well, it looks like I'm watching wrestling regularly again. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Destiny for me is like you know I follow Jericho. He was my guy. You know, yeah. I, I, he 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 took over as far as my love of wrestling from what I used to love the the Hogans of the, of the wrestling world. But yeah. my eyes were open to what. I really liked with pro wrestling. Yeah. It was, it was, it was that kind of thing. And, and him being involved, what drew me in, but just like we've talked about, it was those people drew us in those names yeah. and that's what they're designed to do yeah. to, to bring you into how I'm going to check this out. But yeah. it's, it's, it's the Darby Allens and the same then stay for everybody else. and the jungle boys and stuff that yeah. you, you endear okay. yourself to. Yeah, and well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to admit it, but MJF. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. And and Britt Baker's and 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 uh, it's it's just and now you know the Jade Cargills. Like, yeah, that those kind of people that came along midway, mm-hmm. and we were along for that journey now from the beginning. Yeah. And you're seeing these careers, uh, yeah, from the beginning. Uh, it is really up. special, like seeing it from start. Yeah. Because I've never seen like a wrestling promotion from the start, so yeah. well, it's all new. <laughs> not, not, not many people have. Oh. I was, although I was born technically before the WWF was officially the WWF. I didn't realize that <laughs> recently. You put this tweet out there about who was the <laughs> Royal, so Royal Rumble winner whenever you were here. You were born, and I was like, "Well, the Royal Rumble wasn't a thing when I was born." It wasn't when I was either. I think I was like. And thank you by that point. And the WEF wasn't even at that. I didn't realize that. I was like, let me Google. Oh my gosh. I'm it, old. <laughs> it was a WWWF. It had an extra W when I was born. <laughs> they didn't take that extra W out until years later. Um, oh. Is what it is. Uh, so the last part of the question, though, from, from Joker is. Um, Wondering how we met since we're in different countries. Can uh, you even remember? I can. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm interested to see what you say. I, I want to know how we met. Go on. I can Tell remember. Me. I can't. Well, I know where we met. I mean, we met on yep. Twitter. It's not like we met at the supermarket. That would be impossible. Uh, I, that's not a commute I'm willing to do. No, it's not worth it. Um, like a lot of people, like, you know, even, you know, talking to you, Joker, or anybody else that we, yep. we talk with on Twitter, that's kind of how we ran across each other. We were, you know, AEW drew us to the same tweets Tweets. and things. Yeah. So we're, you know, popping up going, Oh God, it's this guy again. Yeah. Can't get away from him. Let the beard play dude. Always in my comments. So, yeah, so we were, you know, we went back and forth with stuff. And so I was, um, it was funny and you may not remember this. You may or may not. But it, there was a moment when I was I was thinking about doing a video podcast by myself. Yeah, I remember this because you, you did it in your kitchen. I did. When you were cooking at one point, <laughs> and I was like, okay. What is it? So I was trying to just test things. I was like, I don't know. I have a serious um, – I have an issue with public speaking, and she knows this. I, I'm not a very good talker. I don't perceive myself as that way. And anybody that's around me can tell you I'm really not that good. Just get to the point. Um so I was trying to to kind of test things out. So I did this video. I was cooking spaghetti because I was literally yeah. in, in the middle of cooking. I remember like, this so much. Yeah, I was like, so I, got, funny. I got some time. I was like, I'm going to set my phone up and just have a video while I'm cooking and just see how it goes. And so I tagged her and I'm like, okay, so I did this thing. I said, seriously, honestly, do I sound like I at least know what I'm talking about? Said, yeah, it's great. <laughs> 
I've never changed. <laughs> yes, yeah, wonderful. Awesome, mate. That's well great. Done. I hope that spaghetti's good. Um, <laughs> so, but I was just trying to get, I was trying to just yeah. try. Like, I'm, I'm a writer too. Um, I don't write near as much as I used to, but that's what I'd always heard. Dude, just write, 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 yeah, write, yeah. write, 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 write. So I was trying to get something going and, and just trying things. But so a month later, I get an invitation to go on a another video podcast just out of the blue uh, from mm-hmm. these guys that were doing uh, their own show. And so I joined them and, and started doing some stuff with them and then asked me to come back. So long story short, you know, we, us three start doing this. We're doing this, this video podcast, uh, just covering AEW. And so, you know, me and Sarah, meanwhile, had still been, you know, communicating back and forth and tweeting about wrestling and stuff. Yeah, we knew each other quite well at this point. Yeah, yeah. And so I said, hey, check this out. I'm going to mention to the guys and see if if you want to come on and join us for for one or two or whatever. You know, just try it. See if you like it. And so she said she was cool with it. Check with them. They were cool with it. Boom. Sarah joins us for a show. (laughs) And... (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that was it like um you know and so you literally have and that was one of the few video podcasts that i think you and i had done yeah together. so it was it was us four on there and we had fun and you could tell like you know from the and this you know, me talking but i could tell like hey we had a little bit of uh, some cool yeah. banner going back and forth some chemistry there we also have like the same thought process on quite a lot of things in the yeah. world in general which yes. kind of makes it a lot easier. <laughs> it, is, it is easier. Not that we're going to agree on everything, but for the most part, we no. do. We do. We're, yeah. There's not a whole lot we're going to argue about outside of wrestling. There's really not. Um, so yeah, it, 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 things with that channel um, dissolved. Happened. Uh, yeah, things didn't didn't go. Uh, kinda... And also, like recording time, like for me, was like 12 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. I was just like, I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> She was got to sleep. <laughs> when, the times that we were recording with that channel, it was really, really late for her. So yeah. So really we late. we started doing just uh, dynamite reviews for that channel. Yeah, uh, and then the channel went away. Uh, so we had kind of had plans to start doing along with that channel, doing our separate podcast too, and kind of doing both. But mm-hmm. when the channel went away, we just kind of moved everything and just yeah. Boom! Launched our own uh, podcast with 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 me and her, and came up this with thing, the beauty and the beard. And uh, um, obviously, I'm the beauty, and she's the beard. So yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Did, so. <laughs> so did I get everything right? Did I remember? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I okay. mean, like like I said, like it. It's basically just like organically happened. I think we were talking to each other for like just under like two years before yeah. we actually you know, did anything podcast wise. Yeah. Um basically from the beginning of AEW. I mean, yeah, really basically. What... Yeah. And it's really weird because like like we said, like a lot of our like beliefs, values and all that type of stuff are basically yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. And also <clears throat> like the fact that our banter is basically just ripping each other to shreds. Yeah. But we know we're good with it. Yes. So it, it's one of them and like some of the conversations you guys don't get to hear are absolute gold, but cannot go on podcasts. I know. Um, That's sad. And, and sometimes, yeah. like, we could be talking for two hours and then forget we need to record yeah. an actual podcast. And we're like, oh, yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's not like 
we just pretend to be like friends for this. No, it happens really are. Off. And like, we know each other's kind of like backgrounds and life stories and where we're all at and all that type of thing. Yeah. And constantly send him stuff like stupid people's tweets that are just wrong. And we have a laugh. And that's basically our relationship. And what's, what's great <laughs> is I know that I don't have to go look for those stupid tweets. Because nope, I find them. She's going to find them for me. <laughs> I, what I do is if I find a stupid tweet, I go on their profile, find more of their stupid tweets, then find people that they that have liked their stupid tweet, go on there, and then I just like start reporting, blocking, and it's, sending them to Woody. So that's a, basically what I do. She goes in a stupid tweet rabbit hole. Oh, I really do. Sometimes when I can't sleep. Yeah. 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 That's, that's true. <laughs> this is pretty much all the time. Oh, that's true. It is. Sometimes, yeah, because I have gotten stuff from you, and I'm like, I'm looking at what time it is yeah. for me, and I'm doing the math. They're like, wait a minute, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning over there. What the crap are you doing? <laughs> and get there, she's like, shouldn't you be asleep? I'm like, yeah, yeah I should be. But... I should be, but I'm not. <laughs> Rain not letting me. Right. So, yeah, so that's basically it. That's our, We're just that's our like two, two randoms that um, yeah. met on Twitter. My, I, I don't DM people much at all. Like, I stay out of DMs. It's just it's something I normally do. Really? Um, My fault. Yeah, no, but it's fine. No, I do respond. <laughs> I, I do get DMs, and it's fine. I'm not saying no, never DM me or anything. But I rarely initiate anything, especially yeah. especially with a female. Just I just I don't. It's just don't, it's not what I do. To clarify, I yes. am a female. <laughs> yes, if you didn't know, she is. So my first, I'll never forget my first DM to you was, "Look, I don't DM much. It ain't like that." <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm not I'm, being creepy. Or I'm not trying to. Look, I just wanted because I knew we had talked in tweets a lot. We had tweeted yeah. back and forth, but with the initial DMs, like, look, 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 what I'm trying to ask: Do you want to come on this podcast? It's, it's, here's a clip of the podcast. It's, it's literally the most it's longest, like, yeah. worded, like, do you want to do this thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I'm just looking at it, going, uh, yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, like, I was gonna say yes in like the first couple of sentences, like. <laughs> You had me a podcast, but no. yeah, you had me at talking. So, but it was—I was trying to make sure, like, look, lady, <laughs> <laughs> it's legit. Here's the video clip of me on said podcast. Like, yeah. it's, it's a real podcast. This is not a trick. So I was really trying to try my best to make sure you knew it was, it was safe. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But like, just think, if you had is... said no, if you had said no, things no. would be so much different now. If you'd said. Or if I'd have came at you the wrong direction, you'd have been like, yeah, nope. And this podcast wouldn't exist. Or it would be me doing a podcast by myself cooking and talking about wrestling. That's what, uh, you, yeah. that's what you would have had on here so instead of this. So welcome, everybody. I have saved you. <laughs> <laughs> I accept gifts. And yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's that's the history that's basically much. it very yeah. good question joker toker yes when you living past we don't get to talk about that that often no we just like assume like people just like oh all right. yeah I've heard, <laughs> I've heard that first episode yeah. but that was like literally i know i said 2000 yeah. but that was over 100 episodes ago like we've only like not even been doing this a year yeah but <laughs> so but Stop we're in, people. we're like episode one twenty or something now. I think yeah. I mean, so, something close. To we that, do a so lot of like pumping podcasts. them out. Yeah. You, you can tell when. You can tell we enjoy it. If we yeah. if we didn't, we wouldn't be doing that many of them. Put it this way, like Woody will record 
on his lunch break to get a podcast out. And I have turned down going out with people to do this podcast. So, and we do it when we're ill or yeah. like when we're away. Um, Look, yeah. and I, I haven't <laughs> talked about my health at all on here, but she knows. Uh, yeah. We've we've done two weeks worth of, two separate weeks worth of podcasts with me having COVID. Yeah. <laughs> tells, tells you where we're at. We will do it. And I know she has been in, in rough shape before. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you sure? She's like, yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I can it's tell when we're recording. <laughs> I can tell when we're recording. I'm like, she is not. She ain't feeling it, but I can tell. You probably can't tell. Yeah, it, but I can. Tell. I'm quite good at masking it for people that don't know me very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we enjoy doing it. For yeah, hundred sure. percent. All right. Um. Uh, so yeah, well, you have the next. Question. Oh, it's my turn, isn't it? Your turn. Yeah, you do some work now. Go ahead. Um, I do some work. <laughs> uh, I don't work. Okay. Um. So, so we got one from Kevin. Okay. I can picture a hostile takeover of AHFO, which is the most longest like <laughs> abbreviation of faction ever. Yeah. Um, that ends with Matt getting the boot. Not sure what they w- would call it then. That would set up nicely for Matt to see his brother again. What do you guys think that would end up leaving the faction looking like? Mm, we do think it's going to go this direction. We do yeah. think the AHFO or the... Andrade Hardy family office is definitely gonna gonna change in the coming weeks or months. Mm-hmm. Mm, um, my okay, so right now in it we have Andrade, Jose, Matt Hardy, uh, Private Party, Butcher the Blade and Bunny. Butcher Blade and the Bunny, yes, and then we also have TH two, kind of technically, right? Whoever they are, <laughs> yes, um, kind of, sort of. Um, uh, so my the way I envision it after everything, all the dust settles, I only see two people with Andrade and I think it's private party. I think. And Jose. Jose, Yes. Jose. Jose's always there. Uh, Jose can probably wrestle. Dude is built. If you haven't seen the episode of Dynamite when they ripped his shirt off, I'm like, whoa, Superman. Um, Yeah. But yes, 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 it's crazy. It shocked me. It's one of the most shocking moments of 2021. Uh, so, but the only two, I, I think they, the, the private party with their style, I could see them, you know, coming out in style with Andrade. And I think it could really, it could really be cool. So I could see those two with him. I would, yeah. honestly, as a, an addition, I would like to see. Maybe a couple of uh, females added to the mix too, because I think um, uh, the butcher, the blade, and the bunny would be gone. I could see them more with yeah with the House of Black than I could see them with a HFO, 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 whatever. Um, <laughs> definitely could see them whatever more. they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Diamante and Kira Hogan possibly okay. you know, in that faction uh, with them. Uh, maybe even somebody like. Uh, um, Mercedes Martinez, mm. uh, but I would like to see a female, maybe a couple, added to added to the mix too. But uh, but the, of everybody that's in the group now, though, private party to me fits the most. Yeah, I stay. How about you? Yeah, I mean, pretty much the same kind of thing, really. Um, I just want Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy to be back together, so I can pretend I'm like twelve thirteen <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, it's so exciting. I know they won't have the music, but I will play the music. I'll mute the music on the TV and I will play Hardy's music. 
and then I'll be happy because I'm and I'll have to start digging out my old Hardy's merch, man. Yeah. yeah, I had Hardy merch. Yeah, you did. I remember the, <laughs> I the, 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 the only event you almost got to go to, you were making like Hardy boys yeah. signs and stuff, right? Yeah, my dad didn't take yeah, um, yeah, sucks. What's interesting is, is like, if we do, assuming we are, and possibly, hopefully, getting going to get the Hardy Boys together in AEW, how about, because of all this going down, Private Party staying with Andrade, we get Private Party versus the Hardy Boys as the first feud? Yes! Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Cause just, I know, just, just do it, yes. I know Matt loves Private Party, legit. Yeah. Like, outside of, I know he really... See yeah, they're as, like really close. Yeah, and I, I, know, I know the private party grew up idolizing um, the Hardy Boys too. You know, that's, that's as a tag team, who who doesn't? If you're if you're a tag team together, why yeah, would you I not? Yeah, and that generation. Be? Yes, so that would probably be a dream match for a private yeah. party, and it would mean a lot to Matt too. And I think that would be a fun first feud. I mean, you can make yeah. something big out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would make sense because of the split too. So. Hey, mm-hmm. let's, let's do it. Do it. Uh, all right. Where are we at next? Let me, I gotta, this is a question from Costa Rick. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to the most with Danhausen signing with AEW? Mm. Well, we both have never seen him wrestle. True. So um, the first match, his first yeah. match. So yeah, we're looking forward to seeing the first match. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just really, really intrigued to see, like, what AEW do with it because he is one of them wrestlers that I can already hear it in the Twitterverse. <laughs> Certain group of people who are a bit hardcore in their fandom and just hate anything. That doesn't end with an E. Um, like, I'm going, I thought this was a sports-based company. But before they start, or, you know, to stop them, um, AEW has everything, a bit of everything. And, mm. you know, kids watch AEW. So, you know, they're like, they love Orange Cassidy, they love Darby Allen. Um, they cater for pretty much anything you want in wrestling. Um, so they need to be quiet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just intrigued to find out like what direction and what feud he's going to go into. And I want to hear the promos and I want to see, you know, who he, he, he works with. Because I, I know that he knows Brody King really well. But I yeah. just don't see that joining up. <laughs> yeah. And I know that him and MJF have like, a thing as well, yeah. like between them, but I don't see that going out. So I'm generally like really just like pretty much just excited to see what happens, what they do, where they go. And I'm so ready for all the tweets because I know I'm just going to be sending you along going, Look at this. <laughs> so I think what I basically what Sarah says she's looked forward to most, or is everybody's criticisms on Twitter, yeah, so she can send them to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes. His first match is something we're both looking forward to because I have yeah. purposely uh, yeah, same. Uh, avoided. I don't want to see anything until I see. Yeah, him apparently though he's, he can go. So yes, um, 
I, yeah, basically just just going off of what you said, his interactions mm-hmm. with everybody from this yeah. point on, the initial time that he interacts with certain people like MJF on a in a on AEW TV is mm-hmm. going to be gold. You know it is. But yeah, just his whole, just to see how they play his whole character. Uh, I yeah. know he's he's injured right now, still maybe yeah. a little bit. So I would bank on seeing some type of backstage stuff with him. Yeah. Um, for the next, I few can't weeks. wait to see him on the vlogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he I'm is, excited for that. If you don't follow him on Twitter, it is it is oh. worth definitely worth a follow. It's um, yeah. He's funny. I, I think I've retweeted him a couple of times the last uh, last couple of days. It's just, it's good stuff. Him and uh, him and Nala Rose, maybe yeah. my two my two favorites on Twitter now. Yeah, it's um, it's it's going to be interesting though to see. I I don't know if I want to see him really. I know we'll probably see a pairing with him and 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 somebody at some point. Um, yeah, but I, I kind of hope he never is really with anybody. I just want yeah. him to be on his own, just random. Uh, mm. But I kind of think of like the first time we saw Orange Cassidy. Uh, yeah, having, I had no idea having, what the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah, but the first time we had, we saw him have like an exchange with Pack, and that was so, yeah. You know that match with Pack was so special. Not the match was great, but it was, mm. it was that interaction to see Pack's like reaction to why, why, why yeah. doing this, and then to be yeah. surprised by what he could do in the ring. I, I, that those. Those initial interactions with people in the ring and outside of it are what's going to be so special right now. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, and also, you and- you know, like, as a human being, he's, like, a good guy because the amount of outpouring of, like, you know, congratulations from wrestlers absolutely everywhere just tells you what you need to know, I think, yeah. personally. Yeah. So. Everybody's just really happy for him. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah, that, exactly. I mean, he's put the work in basically on the internet getting himself over Mm -hmm. so like you know 100 percent deserves a decent decent shot on tv and and just to touch on what you were saying with the the criticisms that'll probably come and i'm sure sure they will just like you said people will complain when x wb people come in but then they complain when somebody else comes in outside of wb because they don't know who they are so Mm -hmm. it, it it's just have fun with it. Just it's okay to have fun. Yeah, uh, you don't have to tweet out every single thought you uh, have in your brain. And, and, <laughs> and, yeah, and you can. I mean, it's it's uh, Twitter's Twitter. People are going to tweet whatever they want to, but don't be afraid just to enjoy, enjoy something it. for for what it is. Yeah. And the the argument with the sports space thing, I get that. I know AEW, the initial uh, when they were first putting their ideas out there of what to expect with AEW that was is something that people latched on to sports base this mm. is going to be like like a but i think i think what that might have been over pushed just a little bit initially and i think people got the wrong expectations i think of what when i think sports base now is is the the wins and losses matter yeah i think that's kind of what they were going yeah. with that and they got kind of misconstrued and everything and yeah. maybe maybe miscommunicated not saying that AEW's not to blame for for pushing mm-hmm. that point. Uh, yep. But what I've taken from that is that wins and losses matter. We have standings and that's where the sports based stuff comes from. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're not going to have outlandish characters. This is pro wrestling folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's been in pro wrestling from the history of the inception of pro wrestling. You're going to have outlandish characters. I, back in WWF, 
I thought Doink was funny at the time. Of course, I was a kid, but I enjoyed Doink for what he was. You know, I I had fun watching Doink. Do I have fun watching him now necessarily? No. Like, I look back at the stuff and go, whatever. But this is, you know, I'm not comparing Dan Allen to Doink necessarily. My point is that you can just have fun, though. You can have fun with the character. I think the Dan Allen character is much deeper than something like Doink. But... Mm. The point is, you can have fun. You don't have to have everything be super serious. And, yep. you know, Dan O'Brien, O'Brien Danielson matches. It doesn't always have to be that. You can have Dan Housen, too. And I think Dan Housen, while the character is going to be quirky and entertaining, just like Orange Cassidy, he's probably going to shock some folks in the ring. So, I now want Dan Housen versus um, Brian Danielson. Yeah. Now you've said that. I'm now we said that. We're, we're going to do that now. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. It's great. Book, book it, TK. We know you're listening. Never mind Brian Danielson versus Marks. Brian Danielson versus Danhausen now. Yeah. For, forget that rematch with Kenny Omega. We want Danhausen. Yeah. Put a title on the line. <laughs> Let Danhausen win. Really stir the pot. Danhausen <laughs> is the first ever trios champions. I'm not sure. <laughs> How that works out, but it's good. Danhausen is the first one to hold the AEW tag belts, the AEW world title, the AEW TNT belt. Give, give him all the gold. Give him all the gold. Just because I want to see Twitter on fire. Burn it down. I'm sure that's somebody's theme. <laughs> all right. I got carried away. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Tony goes okay. off the tracks. <laughs> we're we're getting back on the tracks now, barely. <laughs> All right, this one is from Tony, or as he's called on Twitter now, MJF and Brit fan. Oh. Nothing wrong with that. We're all MJF and Brit fans, right? Yeah. Even if I didn't <laughs> understand the promo, he asks, "Do you think Cody, with a new contract, when he chooses to resign with AEW?" will be wanting the AEW World Championship since in his old contract during the Jericho versus Cody feud that when he lost, he said he would never challenge for the world title ever again. Can he do that? Yes, it's Cody. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Cody literally does what Cody wants to do. Um, He's Homelander, man. we're, We're literally... We are Cody. This is Cody's world, and we just live in Cody's world. Um, <laughs> it's the Codyverse. It's the Codyverse. Basically, yeah. He, if he wants more heat, mm. which I am mm. 100 here for, because mm. I shall admit it, I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, then yeah, do it again. I want to see Twitter burn. Yep. <laughs> Show me the flames. You want destruction. I think this, I've heard this mentioned uh, before. Uh, I do like this idea. Uh, Slick would lose his mind. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a perfect way to do things. Uh, they did honor that he wouldn't um, challenge for the world title. He hasn't challenged for the world title. They haven't gone back yep. on the stipulations. They haven't gone back on any kind of stipulations mm-hmm. uh, yet. So that, that's a good sign. We see stipulations reversed all the time Mm. so with this it's a storyline way to legitimately reverse that thing because if he does sign a new contract um it would be legitimate a reason a thing for him to do to be have it reworded in his contract to have that the only way that he resigns 
is it, if that's if he can turn that around and redo that. So. Imagine uh, Hangman like the whole discourse, like Hangman coming out going, "What? Yeah, <laughs> pretty uh, sure that you said you weren't doing this, dude." <laughs> so he can do it. I think. Yeah, I, I give it a seventy percent chance of happening. I think it's realistic. Yeah. You got to at least think they're thinking about it. And if they You've are, you've got to at least think that this might have been a plan. Yes. <laughs> so it, it's not. It's not by accident that he's the only person that you're seeing with this whole yeah. no contract thing. There's yeah. a reason for this thing, and, and 100%. That, it could very well be to get to that. It could be done specifically for that. For all, or we it know. could just be to annoy people. It could be, which again is very much a reality. <laughs> But if, if they do go that route, just know that although his character might not be embracing it, that yeah. they in the company are fully embracing Hill Cody. Yeah. No matter what his character says, if they go that route, there's no other yeah. plan than to make him a full Hill, no matter mm-hmm. what he says. So, uh, yeah, I'm all for it. Sign me yeah. up, man. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Slick's literally I, slavering up the idea. I want to see that title on Cody now. I don't. But... I'd be okay, you know, with that. I would be okay with him. I would be okay be with that happening, but I then want Mox to, like, break him and get the title back. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is, whoever has the title, I want Mox to get the title. Yes. Uh, but it would be, I know you do, you just want Mox to beat everybody, but yeah, it would be really cool uh, from a building stars perspective. If for him to go back on this, eventually get the world title, but use that world title reign just like we just saw with him and Sammy mm. to make somebody else, and that's the whole point. It should be the whole point of somebody like him or Moxley. Do you, do you or know what would be Danielson. like a really, really good um, kind of like transition of the title if Cody did it? MJF. Oh. Ooh. And wins. Ooh, that's a yeah, that's a sexy move right there. I like mm. that. I like that a lot. A lot. The student becomes the master. I like it a lot. And MGF would not shut up about it. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's a new prince of pro wrestling. Oh, he's brilliant. Um all right, so we are to the final question. It is the extra question from Ted. Um yep. His question is, in honor of Groundhog Day and the movie Groundhog Day, here's my question. You both wake up and have to relive a wrestling day over and over for an entire year. So you have to watch the same pay-per-view or Dynamite or Rampage over and over for an entire year. What show is it? Okay. (laughs) So which show slash day would be your Groundhog Day? This may come as no surprise to people that know me <clears throat> and and basically have ever looked at my profile. Um, <laughs> I would like to watch over and over on a loop until the day I no longer breathe. Revolution 2020, where Mox wins the title. <laughs> it was so glorious. And oh. it ended so horribly. Kenny Omega still got bones, but you did. Um, yeah, I, I want I want that forever. I want that to be played at my funeral in like an iPad in my coffin. So as I am, you know, like dead, I can still have that. If there's some conscious left, 
and then being played in the room where the funeral is so everybody can understand how amazing it was. <laughs> we could we could just you know, get you something with a really good battery. Yeah. Um, and mount the uh, iPad to the top of the casket. Yep. So you can see it. I don't yep. know. <laughs> okay. So my re- spirit still will be a Moxley fan. It's getting really morbid, but I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I can dig it. Um, Welcome to me. Yep. <laughs> this is great. If you've never met me before, this is it. This is it. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, mine, it's, uh, it's similar to yours. Um, <sighs> Why do I know where this is going? It's similar. It's the first ever winter is coming. <laughs> That show, and it's I'm picking a you know a pandemic show really because this was happening during the pandemic, so that's that's crazy. Why would I pick something when we had full crowds? Because this happened. Not only did Sting debut, Kenny Omega, and a microphone, and Don Callis <laughs> took that title away from John Moxie that night, and it was so much fun interacting with you from that point forward. <laughs> Those those episodes of our podcast were the glory days of our podcast. It's been all downhill since then. To me, that was the peak of this podcast. Was though those shows after that because I think we wanted to kill each other. Wanted, yeah. still do. <laughs> um, you know how we said we were friends in the other question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was just. I it was, knew you'd do this. I legit knew. You knew this is the one I would want to relive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, that would. That would be the one. Just. Just because of. Of. If you hadn't been around, you know, if 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 I wasn't involved with this podcast shenanigans with you, uh, it wouldn't have been quite. This probably wouldn't be the day I would pick. But just because. Oh, I'm of glad that. I could help in that way. Oh, uh, you. Thank you. Um, but because of that, yeah, that that would be my Groundhog Day show. Winter would keep coming over. Well, over I would like to add a second and one. Over again. Okay. When Woody thought that hangman would turn up <laughs> and get the title. <laughs> was Even it all out? No, the guy was on paternity leave. Was... He was convinced. Oh, that was all out last year. Yes, that was so convinced. That was so funny. He lost a bet, y'all. I did lose a bet, my profile. It was never and I, if anybody wants to see what I did, I've got the screenshots. Yeah, just ask her for the screenshots. I'm sure she'll she will provide them freely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my profile. So my Twitter account hasn't worked the same since then. It's like it's, something's wrong with it. It feels. It feels. I can't icky. remember which was my favorite. I think it was like where icky. you um where I made you say that you hated Jericho. <laughs> Because that was just oh, right that, on the gut. That one was rough. <laughs> Still, to me, the Vince McMahon one was 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 rough. When I was a Vince McMahon <laughs> stand, that was that was My tough, Little man. Pony. Yeah, <laughs> good, good stuff. Um, uh, amazing. Yep, I was a genius. Yep. So those are our Groundhog Day. Let us know. In the comments under the, our tweet when we put this out, let us know what your Groundhog Day would be. If anybody says when it was coming for the same reason <laughs> that Woody did, just be known, I have Wednesday gifts for life, and I shall send them. Please inundate this whole thing with 
Winter's coming. Winter's coming. <laughs> that would be great. I would love that so much. Make my day. Make her day, too. Don't make his day. <laughs> All right. I hope this Q&A has made your day. It has made mine. Um, this has been fun. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. But we want to remind you before you go, if you decide to come back, to check out all of our content. Made our that di- choice carefully. <laughs> our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews and previews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore pixie mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank y'all so much for listening thank y'all for the questions y'all be good out there be good to each other and we will see you on the next one bye bye moxie was best champion <laughs>And don't forget to hit the notification bell on our Twitter page so you can be notified of all of our stuff. (laughs) Uh, Stuff. (laughs) I'm a professional. Clearly.